What's up, Rojo? Well, not a lot. How's it going, bud? How's it going, brother? Yeah, good. Hey, so first of all, thank you for being here. Yeah. Because this is pretty much going to be episode one of what is going to be my podcast. And I probably said this like 20 times already, but <laughs> this all this podcast is going to be about all those illegal immigrants that just come to the States trying to look for a better life. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of us... No, a lot of us, but some of us end up here kind of by accident, just like I end up in here and end up making a bunch of friends and family. They, I just decided to stay and never went back, you know? Yeah. But I'm going to start this series of podcasts, probably going to be like about 12 episodes because I, I know a bunch of people and I can probably make it longer, but I'm just going to give it a shot first with like 12 and see how that goes. Um. But it'd be only fair if I start with my own story. You know what I gotcha. mean? Yeah. Not so much telling shit about other people, but my own. Then and are you going to go through like all different kinds of stories? Good yeah. ones, bad ones? Everything. Bad ones. Like everything is kind of weird because like I always say that I'm very blessed way, but mm-hmm. I came here with not a plan by accident and everything kind of just work out. Do you know what I mean? That's why a bunch of times I always tell people like you don't necessarily need a plan. Like you just kinda need to do the shit that you need to do and yeah. go from there. But that's me. And I have another friend, like I live with uh Asian people for two years and we become really good friends. And he tell me his story, but his story is like way, way fucked up. You know what I mean? Like he is he was one of the guys that paid like sixty thousand dollars to just come here. He got shipped in a fucking um, train container. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? The biggest, I don't know how you call those things, but the biggest train container. The little, yeah, the little cargo things. Yeah, whatever. the cargo ones. Uh, he stayed in there for uh, 30 days, like inside the shack. So he ate shit and sleep in the same fucking container. Yeah. The guard in the end of the night will come and open the door for him to take some air and step out of there for a minute and then go back in and fucking like that shit up. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just him. It was like another fucking 30 people. But Oh, wow. Yeah. Some of them don't make it. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. doubt it. Yeah. It's what was too hard. Like, you will get to that story at some point. I promise I will tell it. And it'd be pretty cool if you become like a regular with me and fucking start doing this shit all the time. That'd yeah, be fucking amazing, you know? Yeah, I've got some buddies' stories I could tell. Yeah. I don't know all of their story, but. Yeah. We can actually bring them up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, I won't use their name but yeah <laughs> see like that's the whole thing like even me telling my story way i thought about this for a, a i like a lot you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i i love my job i love the shit that i do i travel a lot like a lot of people don't really know exactly where i come from and yeah. what i did you know what i'm saying and then for me to just put this shit out there in the internet and somehow coming back to me in the wrong way is kind of like Either way, it's going to work out really good or it's going to go to shit. Yep. But most of the times, everything just works in my favor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And even if you go the bad way, I will learn one thing that I shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I will learn something. The, yeah. Next time I'll be like, oh, fuck, I should have never said that. Well, I know now. Yeah. But so my story. Fuck, where to begin, bro? Um. Let me see. 
Feel free to ask whatever you fucking yeah. want. Where, in, in in any point. Well, uh, like, where were you born? Okay, so I was born in San Luis Potosí, Mexico. Um, I'm the older, so four brothers. My other three brothers still in Mexico. One of them is a, a ska. He play in a group, in a band. Oh, okay. Play ska. They're very successful, too. Fucking kind of jealous, because that's what I wanted to do <laughs> for a while. Just play the guitar and get crazy. But the other one is... Uh, kind of like a general manager in a factory, and the other one is an e a dentist. He actually just graduated. And I need, cool. I, need, I need to go see him so he can fix my shit. <laughs> but, so yeah. Uh, the story of how I end up in Hiraway is really crazy. Rachel is my third wife, right? Okay. So when I, when I got married the first time in Mexico, I always, always have done everything I wanted to do. Like, I never have anybody telling me what to do. Never, ever. And that shit, when somebody tell me, like, either way you're going to do this, or <laughs> most of the times it's the or. That, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, that's, that's, that's really who I am. And uh, so I was married to this person, and I have a daughter with her. And I used to play the guitar for a... We call it Rondalla. It's like a like a love type of group. You know what I okay. mean? Um, and we will practice Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we usually just play Saturday somewhere. So when we were boyfriend, girlfriend, everything was okay. But then we got married and things started like getting weird. You know, like don't do this, don't do that. And to be honest with you, now looking backwards in time, like now me looking into that time, I was young, way, and I was so fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I could easily stay and do what she wanted me to do because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take care of my family, of my wife, my daughter at the time. But I decided that the music was more important for me. So she said one day, either you stop playing or you leave. So it took me like 15 minutes to put everything in the truck <laughs> and leave. You know what I mean? Like I, I leave my wife, I leave my daughter just for be playing in this fucking shed they never take off. But then again, I was young. You know, you know what I mean? Like uh, it's part of the show. So I miss my daughter so much. What was your name? Letty. Letty? Yeah. Okay. So... I miss my daughter so much, and when I was missing her, I started drinking, you know what I mean? Like, I already have my own business going on. I used to fix computers for a living down in Mexico. Like, everything was not the greatest, but it was okay, you know what I mean? And uh, so I started drinking a lot. I stopped not giving a fuck about work because I was drinking. So I will go and work for enough to get enough money used to keep drinking and then go out and drink mm. like that's what i give a fuck so in the end of the night when i was like drunk in my shit i'd be calling my 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 ex-wife like hey uh i miss my daughter i miss you blah 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 like just being a fucking dumb fuck you know what i mean like a pathetic guy they just fucking leave his house get drunk like everything was going to shit so one day in the morning i wake up hangover as fuck like i feel like 
the day, be, the day before, the night before, I remember I drank a whole bottle of tequila, a whole uh, case of maybe like 24 beers, and uh, I start drinking another uh, hard liquor. And the next day I wake up like fucking 12 o'clock and I was like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're really, everything that you're doing is just going to shit. You know what I mean? So that day I grab a backpack I put a pair of jeans in and a shirt. I don't even put underwear, socks, nothing, bro. Grab that backpack, go to the bus station. And the bus station, I tell the dude, they sell the tickets. I was like, hey, just give me give me a ticket north. He was like, where north? I was like, I don't give a fuck. Just give me a ticket north. So he gave me a ticket to a place called Piedras Negras, Coahuila, like right in the border with um, United States. So... It take 16 hours from my hometown to get there. And right when you start getting closer to the border, you see a bunch of uh, military checkpoints and everything. So all, of, all the time from, from my hometown when I board the, the bus, all the way until I get out in Piedras, I just keep thinking about, like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have no plan. I have no money. I have nothing, bro. Like. I just fucking got out in the bus because I was tired of being drunk every fucking day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we get pulled over by the militars, and they take us out of the bus. They check IDs because we have people from they cross like three or four borders to get to United States, like all the way from Honduras, Chile, Guatemala, things like that. Yeah, all over the fucking place. We. So the militars stop, stop us, check my ID, check everything. They didn't think I was Mexican. They were like, no, you, you're from fucking El Salvador. And I was like, no, I, I was born here. I was, I live here, blah, blah, like I explained everything. They were like, okay, you're cool. So I got back in the bus. And from there to the border, so we got in the morning, like probably like around 10 a.m., we got to the town in the border, in Piedras Negras. So in Piedras Negras, as I was walking out of the bus station, there was a guy that said, hey, um, we're crossing the border tonight. Who wants to come? So I was like, I'm already here. Might as well just take the next step and go. What over. the fuck? Like, I'm already here. Might as well just fucking go. So that night, we, um, there was like a group of 20 of us. We got together. We buy water and we buy, I think it was like beans in a can. Some bullshit like that. Right? And a bunch of fucking uh, cookies. We, yeah. Like um, Oreos type of cookies. Uh so we go to uh, this ranch the in the Mexico side, but we were like being watched from the rancher, the, the guy that owned the place, and he was like waiting in the doorway with a fucking gun, just like, don't fucking get into my fucking shit because I will shoot you. Yeah. So we went until like 2 o'clock in the morning when he would fall asleep or he went to sleep or I don't know, and then we jumped the fences from that ranch, go all the way to the river, and in the river there was a bunch of, there is a bunch of like, uh, tubes from okay. from like trailers because people just cross from there all the time so we jump in, in that one and I'm telling you there was like a group of 20 and what this, there was only like two, two tubes in there so there was like 10 of us just holding this shit and the like it's hard it's fucking hard and we have this little girl that doesn't know how to swim so I was like fuck it you know like I don't have anything all I have is a bag with a fucking pair of jeans and a shirt and nothing else. 
So, so I didn't give a fuck about my back. And I started grabbing this little girl and help her out. But when I was crossing the, the river with her, we fall off the fucking uh, tube. And she don't know how to swim. So she's still grabbing me from the shoulders and start dipping me down. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like just yeah. trying to get out. And so every time she does that shit, I fucking drink water away. Thankfully, we're like really close to the edge. So we get out on that side and she become like my best friend. From there, we jump the, it was probably like maybe like 12 feet tall uh, fence. Mm-hmm. And then we start walking away. Like, we got, like, four hours into the walk. We got, like, two hours into the walk. But there is no, like, when you go hiking here, way. Like, there are fucking snakes, fucking yep. scorpions. Like, everything in that fucking place want to kill you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, we start crossing. And then the little kid, a little kid in the very front, he yelled, oh, a snake. So, you have a bunch of people, like, walking one behind the other. And then when this little kid yelled, oh, there is a snake, the person in the front jumped back. So it was like a domino effect. <laughs> way. Like everybody just fucking start falling. Bah, bah, bah. So we, we got to freak out. We start seeing fucking lights from the the ice, you know, the, the border patrol and shit. So we, we kind of like duck and just wait there for like a good 20 minutes. We start walking. And there was this one fat guy with us. Um, and he started like, oh, my feet hurt and shit. And when he started saying that shit, most of the times, we, they only take one person to fuck everything up and yep. everybody gets cut. You know what I mean? So nobody wants to say anything like, hey, somebody's going to have to tell this guy to stay behind or or something, you know. But nobody wants to fucking do it, because immigrants have a big heart, we. Yeah. We do have a big heart, you know what I mean? Like, we will take care of you and shit like that. But in that moment, I'm already in the shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm already if in the shit. we get caught because of you. If I get caught in this side and I go to jail, because that's what I thought. Like, I didn't think, oh, they're going to deport you and send you back and all that shit. I thought you're just going to go to jail and you're going to stop in jail. Yeah. So I was like, that's not happening. So I grabbed a bag of fucking cookies, way, and a gallon of water. And I went all the way to the back and see that with the fat guy. And I was like, listen, bro. We already make it like two hours, three hours into the walk. Like, you should stay right here if you can walk no more. Eat your cookies, drink your fucking water. <laughs> and just give us like two hours. And in two hours, you start screaming. They come and pick you up and they take you back. You know what I mean? I don't even know if that's what is going to happen. But I'm just telling this fat guy that so he can fucking relax and stop crying because he fits her. But so when you walk a lot in here, like even if you go doing a long trail, if you walk a lot, your feet will like swell. Yeah. If yep. you put water in it, they get even worse. So this don't fuck. Walk, swallow, put water, and they got worse. So he couldn't walk no more. You know what I mean? So it's either way, one get cut or all the 18 yeah. of us get cut. So anyways, we leave him behind and everybody used the whole fucking entire way from there until we got in fucking uh, San Antonio. Everybody's blaming me for leaving the fucking fat guy behind. But we all make it through all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, down the walk, I give the guy the cookies and the water. And we're like, just stay here. Give us two hours. And two hours, just start screaming. Or if you just see something, you just start yelling. So they come and get you, take you, and send you back. 
everything was fine from there. And then we got to this post where one of the people that were with us supposed to bring people to pick us up. Okay. But there was so much going on in the border in that time. Oh, I don't know if it was that far guy get cut. The every like there was so many um, border patrol agents all over the place. So we have to stay there for a week. And you know those things that they get water for the cows. The I don't know the wind. Uh, it's like a whale. Oh, like a well? Yeah, they, okay. it's like a, it has a thing they turn in here with the wind, and as it's turning, it's just pumping water out. Okay. So all we do is like drink water for the whole fucking week that we're there. So we finally, this dude, uh, I don't know if it was his brother or whoever the fuck it was, they come, pick us up, and they take us to a street in San Antonio, Texas, and then everybody's in their own way. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And so now I'm in San Antonio, Texas. We no Austin, Texas. Austin. Austin, or San Antonio. So now I'm in Austin, Texas, with no money, no clothes, <laughs> no speaking English at all. Even now, right now, I'm gonna speak no English, we. But no speaking the language, no money, no clothes, nowhere to sleep, nothing, bro. So I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And I see a bunch of Mexicans in a corner. I don't even know that was a thing. So I, I see a bunch of Mexicans in a corner, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go over there. So I went there. I tell my story to one of the guys that were there. And the guy was like, well, you can come and work with me today, and I will pay you some cash tomorrow. I mean, I will pay you some cash tonight, and we'll see how it goes. So I don't sleep the whole entire night. And then I was drinking only water for a whole week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stay in the fucking well. And then I got out of that place and then I go straight to work. You have no idea how hard I worked that day for some money. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> <You don't doubt laughs> <it>. <laughs> like then they have those uh, um, lunch ladies that come at some time in the truck and, you know, they honk and everybody just go there and buy oh, food. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have no money, way. Lunch time came in, and everybody's like buying their shit. And this Mexican, the the, tell me to go and work with him. He buy me lunch, bro. That was the best food I ever did in my life. Don't doubt it. Do you know what I mean? So I eat. Uh, I remember, the, the cook when I drink it. It was so nice and cold way. The, I felt it in my throat. Way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know if you ever drink something so cold that your throat just go like. Yeah, you can just feel it all the way yes. down. It's nice and cold and refreshing. Yes. Yeah. So that was my first fucking cook in this highway. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I remember that shit because that things you don't forget. Yep. So I drank it, but I like I really wore my ass out that day. And in the end of the night, that dude was like, so do you have a place to stay? I was like, no. So you come and stay with me. So that dude take me in for a week in his house. He take me to work every day. Like, he paid me like 20 bucks a week. Wow. But he take care of everything. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. He just, pre- he buy my food. He buy me clothes. Like, he probably spent like three, 400 bucks on me that week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so he gave me extra 20 bucks just 
I don't know, maybe to buy cigarettes or whatever the fuck. But and from there, I find this place. The uh, they find you a job. So in this point, way, if I wanted to work anywhere else, I needed a social security number, okay. and I needed an ID. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there is a bunch of business for for people out there. When I when I got to a place, I was like, I don't really have anything. And the dude was like, Well, it's gonna cost you a hundred and fifty bucks and you don't have to worry about it. I was like, Fuck it. So I paid that money and the dude got me into this fucking place, the they go and pick people there for work. You know what I mean? Like an office. Okay. Like a job finder type of thing. So I go there, they find me a job in Missouri if I wanted to take it. They're gonna pay me twelve twelve hundred bucks a month, but I don't have to spend money in rent, bills, or food because it's in a restaurant. So I was like, "Fuck it." So I get in this Asian dude car to go to Missouri. Oh, cause I had to pay two hundred dollars to the Asian dude to take me to Missouri. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like everything is fucking yeah. business way. Everybody's yeah. getting their cat. Do you know what I'm saying? And so this dude have connection with a bunch of Chinese restaurants. So he take me to Missouri, and when I get to Missouri, the guy see that I don't have an eye. So it's like I was defect. Like how you say that thing? Like, like uh, you know, like defective. When, yeah, I was defective way, <laughs> like legit. So the Asian dude starts screaming to this fucking driver. He's like, I'm not taking that guy. He's like, I'm not fucking taking that guy because he don't have an eye. He's probably defective. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Right? He's talking in his own language, you know yeah. what I mean? But I was like, I'm already in fucking Missouri. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> so the dude is like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge you extra 80 bucks, but I'm going to find you a place. In this point, I was like, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't have no choice. Um, and when everything is happening... I'm communicating with signs, way, because I don't speak English. The Asian dude don't speak English or Spanish, so we're like just, you know, signing, sign like everything was a fucking sign, way. So he ended up taking me to another Chinese restaurant, but I was, um, he sell me like half price, pretty much. Okay. Just because I didn't have an eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Wait. And then, Everything was half priced for yeah, no and, uh, yeah, yeah, but when the... So, so there is Hispanic people all over the United States. Well, you know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So every restaurant that we stop, the Chinese restaurant that we stop to, for me to get a job, there was always one Mexican way, translating everything. Okay. From either way, from uh, Spanish to English or from Spanish to Chinese because I fucking learned the language. So, at this point, this place did they charge? Uh, did they sell me for like fifty percent off? Pretty mm. much, there was a Mexican in there. He was no, he wasn't a Mexican. He was Honduras. Uh, he's like, hey, uh, the the jefe, el jefe, he don't wanna mm. take you because you don't have an eye, but he offered fifty percent less, and the dude say, okay, so you have a job here. I was like, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> from there way. I was sold like $50 way, I think. I don't fucking know way. 
So from there, they took us to a big ass house, and there is like 16 fucking people in there already between Asians and Mexicans or Hispanics. Yeah. Uh, they give me a, a blanket and a pillow. And that, that's it. Like, pick your corner. <laughs> Damn. Yes. But that was actually a lot of fun, way, because I started there as a dishwasher. Yeah. Like, they just fucking. Uh, we opened the restaurant. We got to be in the restaurant like fucking 7 a.m. Because it was a buffet. So all the buffets that you see out here, way, they all have Mexicans on the back. <laughs> and Honduras. And Salvadorians. Like, some type of fucking Hispanic people, way. Um, so I did dishes for two weeks, but every time I wasn't like busy because I was cleaning my shell like crazy way. Like, yeah, I don't, I like to move up. I don't like to fucking be stuck in shit. So I was doing my dishes, and then I wasn't watch the line how the fucking cooks work. And for my luck, one of the guys. Uh, start arguing with the boss, and they sent him home. They fucking fired him. So and I was standing like right next where the fucking fryers are, and the dude was like, "Hey, come here!" And I start dropping fries, and then I start dropping uh, crab rangoons and egg rolls and shit like that. So I will do that shit and go back to this. And a week later, the dude was like, "You don't have to do this shit no more. Just fucking come and cook for me." So I started being a cook with. Okay. And. Um, from there, everything just fucking went up. Like I become really good friend with this Asian dude, and I start help, helping him open restaurants. We got such a good friendship with the, he started telling everybody that I was his brother. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. that's why I learned the 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 kind of like the brotherhood of the being on this side. Do you know what I mean? And since I didn't speak English, the first word I ever learned was this. So everything was this for me. <laughs> like all oh, this, all oh, this, all oh, this, this. Like everything was fucking this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so, so like we will have the truck coming in and uh, Sigma and all oh, this, and they then teach me inside and outside. Do you know what I mean? So whenever he, they say inside, that means it's going in the cooler, and when they say outside, it's going in the dry storage. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I be like, oh, this inside, outside, and that's how I start making my fucking sense, way. All right, but. After a while, I just got tired of people like kind of making fun of me, and I find a dictionary in a in a trash can. Mm -hmm. So I start writing down every word ten times, every fucking word ten times. So I was pretty much like I wasn't speaking the English in two months, but I understand it even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by this point, they probably passed like four six months by this time. Uh, Everything, they start teaching me um, Chinese way. No, no, they're traditional, but the ones that everybody speak. Mandarin, Mandarin, I think. Yeah. yeah. So they start teaching me how to read it and all that shit, write it down. I couldn't never speak it, but I understand it. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. So that's starting to, I don't know. It, but this point, everything was like, I need to learn as much as I can because I don't want to be doing this shit forever. Yeah, and even to the boss, I tell her. But this time, I I was twenty eight, and I tell my boss that I didn't want to be doing that for two more years. I was like, I wanna 
save all the money because I make a lot of good money. After they moved to the line and started teaching me more, mm-hmm. I was making about 3600 a month. Okay. And everything was like free. You know what I mean? Not free, but like I don't have to spend it. So I started saving all this money. And I wanted to just buy a restaurant. But then I started knowing the clubs and I started drinking. I used to be in the bar every fucking day. Like, Damn. I got out of I got out of all that. Their culture is really fucking cool. They're really hard workers. They they show you Asian a lot. Culture? Yeah, fuck yeah, way. Oh yeah. And they're really good people. But one guy from uh, Texas, a guy that was born in here, went there and worked. And he's like, man, I don't know why you're scared. Cause I would, uh, at, by this time, I still. I'm still scared of going out and drink and party because I don't know if you're going to get caught. Remember, I just come yeah. here illegally. I don't, I'm here for a fucking accident. And this dude is like, I don't know why you're scared. There is nothing going on out there. Let me take you to a bar. So we went to a bar that night. I start seeing the life of like America at night. You know what I mean? Like yep. alcohol, girls fucking party and music everything way and i fucking love music so much so all the money that i was saving started going for alcohol <laughs> i went back to drinking i went back to have bitches all the time you know what i mean yeah so everything went to shit from there way but yeah that's the first part of how the fuck i end up here way. dang i know you gucci yeah am i boring you no do you have any you have any regrets about leaving your your wife and your kids? I don't think so, way. Like, no. yeah, sometimes, like even these times, sometimes I grab my my Facebook and I start seeing my daughter and shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, are you friends with your ex-wife on Facebook? I'm or? not friends with them. They actually block me. Oh, okay. but remember when you said they have two yeah, yeah. fucking accounts? It showed you there. Oh, people that you might people that you might have know. in common. Yeah, yeah. and. My daughter was in a picture. I was like, what the fuck? So I click on it, and I start seeing pictures of her. Like, once in a while, my brain and my head go that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't really I don't really think about that. No, not a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when um, I have a son. He's, uh, his name is Christian. And for the longest time, he's 18 years old now. So he knows a lot about how the fuck the world works. You know what I mean? But I stopped seeing him when he was three years old. And I never looked for him because shit happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was young. His mom was young. We make a bunch of fucking bad decisions. And we went different ways. Um, And when he turned 18, he sent me a message. He was like, hey, what's up? Um. how come you never look for me and shit like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I explain him everything the way that I see it from my side without throwing shit in his mom because his mom is a great person. You know what yeah. I mean? Gotcha. So all the decisions that we make and all that shit. And I was like, I cannot be your father. Like I can be your friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't really honestly know you. I know. Just because you kind of donated the sperm. If you're not there, it's like, it makes no sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. And and 
So I didn't want to be that type of person, way, and I just be. I was very, you know me, very honest, very bold, and we end up good. But once in a while, I kind of just see where they are, how they're doing, and everything. It's nothing I can do about them. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. they, unless they actually reach out and and try to talk. But I don't like to be that person, way. I don't like to be that guy of, oh, I want to be in your life type of thing. Fuck no. They have their own thing. Yeah. We make decisions. Sometimes decisions are not the greatest and you just learn and move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got you. Yep. And at some point, everything that you do back in the time is just fucking gonna bite you in the ass. Way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That Eventually, it'll come back up. Yeah. Yeah. You know how fucking Forrest Gump always say the life is like a box of chocolate? That's a fucking lie, way. <laughs> it's more like a kind of jalapenos, way. <laughs> but buy that shit, your cool is gonna pay it later, way. <laughs> what? That might that might have to be your new uh, my new phrase. Yeah, your new phrase, your new tagline. Yep. <laughs> life is not a fucking box of jalapenos. Fuck no way. I mean, not a box of chocolate. <laughs> what about uh? Those 20 people, you keep in touch with them? You said you became friends with that one girl. I become good friend with that lady. She stay in Texas. She now has a family in there. Yeah. But I forgot to tell you, there is another girl that I help out in there. So this, the most dumb, the most dumb shit ever. But then again, I understand this dude because it's probably the only way out that they have. But there was this couple and in the group his wife was pregnant bro oh man and so he made his wife i guess he didn't make her but they both take the walk you know what i mean they both decide to fucking cross the border and shit yeah but like an hour in she was pregnant she couldn't walk no more bro oh man so and at this time i haven't left the fat guy behind yet so I start picking her up and I put her in my back and I just walk with her. You know what I mean? So I, I held this um, pregnant lady all the way until we end up in Austin, Texas. And I just wanted to fucking punch the dude in the throat so bad. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, she's tired again. Like, bitch. <laughs> you carry her. Carry her. You know what I mean? But it was like... <laughs> It was a skinny dude. Way. It was like probably like oh, Francis okay. skinny <laughs> and short like Limi way. Oh, okay. So I go like this and he will fly away. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I start putting her wife on me and like we still cross another like it wasn't a river, but it was like down the water. The water just probably go to my chest. So I was having the girl that can swim in one side and the fucking pregnant lady in the other. Oh, God. Yeah, wait, that wasn't fun at all. No. And so they have family in this side we become really good friends she ended up she let me pick the name of her daughter just because i help her out so i picked her daughter name mm -hmm. selena okay and uh that girl is still his daughter's friend of mine now in in facebook but it's like super young and they like the whole story and uh the crazy shit way is the most little things you never put attention that you don't think is going to be important become the big shit. 
You know what I love from America, way, and from Mexico, the I never gonna be like, oh, that's bullshit. Q-tips. Oh yeah. I didn't clean my ears for I don't know how many days, way. But as soon as I got to a house that has fucking Q-tips in it, I grab one, put it in my <laughs> ear, and clean it. That's the best feeling you ever gonna have, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, way. So I cleaned that shit. It was nasty as a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Turn it around and clean it again, bro. Then the other one, but yeah. That and drinking a Coke, best feelings ever. Things you'll always remember. Yeah. But that's just because of that way. Like, yeah. It's just fucking crazy. But to be honest with you, I I wouldn't change anything because that kind of put me here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... When I got hired to work where we work now, I, I got hired as a dishwasher too. And the day that I show up to work, the guys were like, hey, the salad guy didn't show up. You know how to make salad? I was like, Pff. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking put shit in the plate, bro. <laughs> I like, fuck it, salad it is. So from there, I start going up. But three months later, I knew everything back there. Not everything, but the whole entire line. In three months? Three months. Yeah. Yeah, but I, every time I have time, I just grab the... You remember how we used to put the uh, recipe books and the training books next to the station? Yeah. Like next to the microwaves or the salad king or whatever. Yep. So if I was working salad, I would start watching Fry and studying Fry. And uh, the store that I was, it has the pictures from the food in the point side. So when I was in Fry, I was watching everything in, in point. So I start pulling and pushing. And one day my, my MP came and he's like, hey, so what do you like to do? I was like, man, I love him fucking pushing. And three months and I'm still there. Dang. Yeah. I burned so many sticks with the first time I bro. <laughs> they were like, hey, we don't have a broiler. I was, how, how hard it can be? <laughs> you know what I mean? How hard the shake can be? I remember my, my service manager, uh, She just fucking asked me to not. She she said I probably run like thirty six prios already. Oh, jeez! Yes, and a matter of like maybe two hours. Cause I was doing what I can. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't gonna say yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know how the fuck to do it. I will get it done. Pero thirty six times later, when she came and she's like, "Hey, are you ready?" Round 36 prior, so if you can just watch what you're doing a little bit better. Well, I mean, she's still wrong <laughs> prior's way, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Mexican, Hispanic people don't have, I mean, we have all the temperatures way, but we don't use them. Yeah, you guys are mainly just well. Yeah, it's well or mid-well. Yeah. So when they come and they say, I want a prayer, like, what do you mean? Like, like what's that? I'm like, should I just give it to you like that? Because that's rare. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I learned with the time, but like to me, that was rare because they were telling me, oh, no, you got to put him in the grill for 10, 20 seconds, flip it, put him in the grill, another 10, 40 seconds, and that'd be good. But for me, that was already cooking. That oh, wasn't already rare no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep. And then from there, I, I got lucky and I had one of the best fucking mentors ever, uh, Megan Oakland and uh, Chris Sheck, my MP and my service man- service coach. 
Yeah. They fucking kind of take me in, start giving me books to read, start pushing me up. And as soon as I start like reading and get smarter, bro, that was like a fucking game changer for me. Yeah. Even, even to this day, like my app in my phone is full of books. Do you know what I mean? My, the books that I like the most are right there. Some of them in my bedroom, but I feel like most of human beings, we wouldn't be so fucked up if we would read a little bit less. A, a little bit more and argue a little bit less. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the whole truth. The smarter you become, the less violent you, be, you, you become. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And I, I'm, I'm very lucky because I'm fucking... Now I'm a big side guy. I used to be skinny in a small way. So everybody was always trying to pick a fight. But every time somebody wants to pick a fight, I fight so much in my life, bro, when I was growing <laughs> up. That you're asking yourself to get them fucked up. <laughs> like, like that's the whole truth. Yeah. Now somebody, co- listen, when I was in fucking sixth grade, I went to the fucking the school where all my family had not go to school. And before I go on my first day, my, my uncle pulled me aside. He's like, listen, all your uncles have gone to the same school. All your cousins have gone to the same school. And probably after you, a lot of more people going to go to the same school from this family. So if somebody take you as a fucking punk, you fuck them up. No matter what, you fucking make sure you're the only one standing. Because then everybody's going to call this family a pussy. And they didn't want that. Uh, your name is like a big thing down in Mexico. Your last name is like your credentials for everything. Okay. You know what I mean? So, second day of school, remember those uh, chairs they have like a table thingy? Yeah. So, this guy started calling me names. And I was like, bro, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, over <laughs> in Spanish, right? He's like, no, blah, blah, blah. I'm the biggest one. I'm always the, the boss and shit. So when I backed up and I put my hand in that thing, that thing moves. So it was loose. So I was like, fuck it. I grabbed that shit away and just hit him in the face as hard as I can. So all this part of his cheek just fly off. Ooh. Yeah. But after that, nobody fought with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So and that's how I grew up with. Like every, always, always somebody wants to fucking be the smart guy. Now somebody wants to fight with me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah like, go go play in yeah, the dirt. Just get out of here. Don't really want to do that. And I walk away most of the times. That's the smartest thing now. Right? Like, yeah. If I, if I would teach anything to my kids, I will teach them how to defend themselves, but always walk away from fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you really, 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 really have to, then fight. Otherwise, be like, bitch, I'm out. Yeah. It's no fucking worth it, bro. But, yes. I don't even know for how long we've been talking already. We. It looks like almost 45 minutes. Almost 45. I mean, I'm the one talking. You're just like... Well, yeah, but it's your story. What do you think, though? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean I've mean, i known you for a while now, so yeah. I know most of your story. I don't know. It's just crazy how... Things that, end up. Yeah, how things end up. Like, the crazy little things that can meet a lot like a coke yeah or you know just i don't know the search for a better life or going through the circles again going from drinking to drinking again after a while yep i don't drink anymore i know 
Been, last time I drink. Whew. Long time. Long time. We. I was before we moved to this houseway back in uh, Peoria. I remember it was December. And I'm I'm very weird because every day that I wake up, I'm thankful to the un I'm thanking the universe for something. No matter what the fuck it is, you know what I mean. Like tomorrow morning can be I can be thankful because you came today. You know what I mean. Yeah. But I'm thankful for something. So that night I was feeling down, and I remember I grab a cigarette and I step outside my house. But to step outside my house, the closest way is to open the garage. So I grab my cigarette, open the garage, walk outside. And I was like smoking my cigarette, just like thinking about life with the dumbest shit. You know what I mean? Because I like to reflect on my shit to see what I'm doing and where I'm going. So as I was going halfway with my cigarette and I, I was thinking like, man, I need to do more. Like I'm just wasting a bunch of time. And that's how I feel some days today. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wake up at 6 a.m. sometimes, just go outside and fucking walk or work out or walk the dog or whatever the fuck. I wake at 6 a.m., come to bed like around 8.30 to give a kiss to Rachel and move on with my day. But that day, for some reason, I was feeling like down with. I was feeling like I needed to do more and my time was like going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so I walk outside and then halfway of my cigarette, I turn around and I see two motorcycles a fucking trailer, a Jeep, a Prius, and a big ass house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, you're a fucking dumb fuck. Like I'm being, I, I, I've been worried for the dumbest shit <laughs> when I have more shit than will I ever gonna need. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You went from a backpack with a shirt and a pair of jeans. Here we go. See, like that's, ex that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Wait. Yeah. I went from having nothing to having that shit right there in that moment. And I didn't realize that and I was fucking overwhelming myself thinking like, your time is ticking away. You yeah. need to fucking do something with your life. And that was like a fucking game changer for me. You know what I mean? Like now if you, you know I fucking call people once a month. Mm -hmm. If I don't have the time to talk to you every fucking week like I do with Limi or McGee or Trinity or people like this. Uh, I call you once a month just to make sure you're okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I have everything that I possibly ever gonna need. And I have such a great big family way. Just cause even if I don't think that they're changing a little bit just cause the shit that I tell them, they're changing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm thankful for that way. Cause it's more than just fucking waking up, go to work, come back home, sleep, and do it thing all over the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. How old were you when you started your journey? When I started thinking the things were different for me, probably like eighteen, seventeen. Yeah. When I started looking to get better, probably like twenty-two. But see, like life down in Mexico is very different. Yeah. Like you will get paid maybe like fifty dollars for a whole week of. A hundred hours, you know what I mean? And that's like if your boss give you everything that you're supposed to get. Because back there, you always had to pay somebody to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, you fucking, 
as simple as the garbage being picked up, you have to give money to the garbage dude to pick up your garbage or he won't pick it. And you still have to pay the government for having garbage. You know what I mean? As simple as that way. So everything is about money. Yeah. Everything's got a fee, a price. Yeah. In here is the same, but you have everything directed everywhere. Over there, no, bro. I have a store in the corner. I have to pay my taxes from the store. And I have to pay somebody to take watch my store. You know what I mean? Oh, and then I have to feed that person for free. So he still take care of my store. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is a fucking mafia all over the place. We. Yeah. Yeah. But. Dang. I can't believe I forgot my coffee. <laughs> I mean, there's still time. We can go get it. No, it's okay. We're almost done. You can probably close this thing right at the hour. Yeah. So yeah, what do you think? That was pretty crazy, bro. It's different to see people's lives. I mean, especially with us, because we travel all over the place. We get to see new people. Every mm -hmm. store we open, everything like that. Like, I always that's one thing that I've always really enjoyed is connecting to the people. Mm -hmm. Just being, I don't know, just asking them about everything, anything. Just seeing a difference through their eyes. I think I got in trouble one time when I was training when I first started training because mm -hmm. I started asking the trainee about his life like I was like hey so what do you do for a living other than this you know like where else you work and and how many kids you have what you do before you came to work shit like that yeah and I wasn't doing it, it used to be malicious I was trying to connect with the person because he was a fucking bad he was a bad worker you know what I mean and I was oh, trying yeah. to find out why yeah but some people just have a, such a bad day at home they carry everything with them to work yeah so i was told like hey you just talk to them about work and nothing else mm. i was like well that's bullshit but okay yeah i agree that's bullshit yeah. best way to train somebody is to get to know them you have yep. to adapt to your trainee not the other way around yeah adapt to you yep most 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 of these people way is like everybody's just like you and me and and if they have a really bad day, they just pretty much need somebody to listen. Yeah. You know, like, um, Kelly, tell me one thing. I know she got it from a book because she tell me the name of the book later. But as simple as shut up and listen. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be a fucking game changer. You yeah. see somebody fucking down, just shut up and listen. Yeah. You know, you see somebody frustrated, just shut up and listen their needs. And that's pretty much what it fixed everything. And to be honest with you, after she told me that, and I, I didn't listen to the whole book, but I, I get the idea. I use that a lot. Yeah. Like at work, I have, I used to have this person that's really, uh, really hard to deal with. So one day he come like steaming and being bad and shit. Like if he, it was Ivan from another time way, I'd be like, you know what, bro. <laughs> I don't fucking need you. Get the fuck out of here. Go home. So I was like, just come with me, sit down. We sit down and just let him talk. He fucking talked my ear off for like 45 minutes. Yeah. But after that, right, him now is a fucking great worker, bro. Yeah. Like I wouldn't change him for shit. 
But if I wouldn't take those 45 minutes just to listen his shit, way, forget about it. It would be the Ivan from fucking Florida City. I'd be like, bro, let's go have a cigarette. <laughs> You're not coming back in. <laughs> See you later. Yep. Adios, nigga. Yeah, that's, that's one thing that I think people could do more of mm-hmm. is listen. Because I also think there's people like, you know, our government who's just like, let's just get rid of all the illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. They don't even take time to get to know them. Like, a lot of these people are good people. No, I agree with you. But see, that's one thing the I understand 100% way. And I understand the, I understand it just because the process. Yeah. So when I start working to get my paperwork done and, and my legal status to be illegal, I have to pay for the dumbest shit. I have to pay to get a pardon. Then I have to ask for forgiveness. And then I got to pay for it. Like, there is, like, I had to ask for forgiveness, like, three or four times. Yeah. And pay, I think it was, like, 1200 1300 2500 Like, it's a lot of money down the, down the drain. You know what I mean? But I understand it. Because just the same way that I got here, another Ivan with a different mentality. Yeah. And different things would come here to harm people. You know what no, I mean? Like, I completely understand that. Yeah. I'm and just saying, like, those... If you were to understand both people, mm-hmm. you could decide to do what you ne- needs to be done to the bad Ivan. Yeah, to but to the good it. Ivan, mm-hmm. maybe he just needs help with his English or something. Maybe yeah. he just needs a job. Yeah. Maybe he just needs to get out of a bad situation. Yeah. Whereas the others, you're like, there is that. You, you belong in jail. <laughs> yeah, like you should have never, never been out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> there is the story of this dude uh, from uh, the MS-13. Uh, the, he come to America way, and he was a good worker. What he was a good like uh, human, human yeah. being, right? But the neighbors, his neighbors, uh, got uh, killed by the a grandma and a mom got killed by their daughter. You know what I mean? Dang so man. the daughter stabbed his grandma and stabbed his mom a hundred and twenty nine times. Holy cow! But this dude was friend of the family, so when he go to the house, knock the door and see a, a, a sting of blood coming out, he push the door. He see the the lady in the floor, like completely bleeding. He pick her up to see if he if uh, you know he can do anything for her. No, don't know, and she's already dead. Then he start hearing uh, the grandma in the room, like crying and shit, cause he's she's still alive. So when he hears movement, there was a knife right there. So he grabbed the knife and he's like, hey, is anybody at home? Yeah. You know what I mean? But he already grabbed the fucking knife. So he tried to go to the room to see if the old lady was fine. And the first thing the lady sees is this dude with the fucking knife in their hand. With. You know what I mean? Oh. So the lady ended up dying and everything. So he dropped the knife. He take his clothes because he don't speak no fucking English, way. Right? Yeah. He don't know the language, so he take his clothes off. He go and put it in a bag and everything. And he's just talking to his friend, hey, uh, I don't know what to do. The friend is like, you don't know Americans, way. Right? You don't know these white people. They're going to put you in jail. You got to leave. You got to fucking find a way to get out of here. He's like, no, I got to go talk to the police and tell them what happened, blah, blah, blah. So he go to the police, tell them everything. They think that this dude is the one... They killed the two ladies, way, and put him in jail for fucking 
18 years some bullshit like that wow and he just come out because uh there is a uh project out there for the people that are in jail wrongfully yeah 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 and they put him out but hmm. that shit happens way <laughs> yeah you know what i mean no yeah you're right and there is just just like there is a lot of good people there is a lot of fucking bad people and not necessarily all have to be from like United States they can be oh yeah anywhere everywhere everywhere yeah I gotta tell you that when I was <coughs> back home the uh, the drug dealers the mafia the cartel or whatever you want to call it back then they didn't mess with people we like they will just do if you owe me I come and fuck you up everybody else is okay yeah you know what I mean like they will go straight to for for whoever they have the beef with but now they go with your family with the family of your family with your friends or your family with your family's dog you know what i mean like yeah. every fucking body that you ever know they fuck them up and then they kill you you know what i mean so dang shit just got worse so i understand the process some 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 to be gotta be fixed along the way and I agree. A lot of the bad apples just come out in that fucking filter. And a lot of us, like, at first, it was so weird way when I was trying to get illegal. Because if I didn't have a record, like, if I'm a good citizen, mm-hmm. they will deport me. But if I'm a bad citizen and I have a record, they keep me in the United States. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why is because every time I'm in jail, they people money. make money from yeah. me. I see. Do you know what I mean? So no matter what, in the end, it's just about the money. If you have the money, you get legal, and you get legalized. Do you know what I mean? If you don't, but you're a bad citizen, I will keep you here because I still make money out of your ass. Yeah. So. Well, I think we're going to call it out on that. All right, deal. All right. Yeah. Well, I love you. I love you. And thank you for being here. And hopefully... Yeah, thanks for having me here. We do this shit again. I don't know who I'm going to have next, but it's great seeing you. Finally, after a fucking... <laughs> I finally come out. Months and months <laughs> to try to get you out. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. Have a good night, guys. See you later and adios. See you guys.